Last week was the beginning of John the Baptist's ministry, and this week we fast-forwarded to the end of his ministry. He's in prison. He's about to be beheaded because he's been denouncing King Herod Antipas and Herodias, who had both abandoned their original spouses and married each other. So from prison, he sends these disciples to Jesus with this question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Are you truly the Messiah, or are you just one more prophet? There's three possible reasons why John sends these disciples to Jesus from prison. The first possibility is that John was beginning to doubt Jesus. I think this is the most unlikely possibility. John is not someone who's swayed by the wind, as Jesus says, and John knew Jesus. He pointed him out as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But you know, even really holy people sometimes struggle with doubt. Even if this was the case, though, what does John do? He wants his faith to be renewed, and so he sends his disciples and says, Go to Jesus. Go to Jesus and talk to him on my behalf. The second possibility is that John wasn't doubting Jesus, but he was simply surprised. John had been preaching the wrath of God to come, the the overthrowing of the world order, that things were going to be changing. And maybe, like many Jews of the day, John expected Jesus to begin to lead a, a military overthrowing of the Romans. And so when this doesn't happen and Jesus does different things, maybe John is just surprised, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And out of that desire to learn more, he again follows that first instinct to go to Jesus. Go to Jesus. The third possibility, and I think this is the most helpful for us today, is that John was totally confident that Christ was the Messiah. But he wanted his disciples to be convinced. These disciples of John who are hanging around him, who are staying with him and helping him, he wants them to go and see for themselves and ask Jesus, are you really the one? And so he sends them and says, go to Jesus. We don't have the gospel recording that John and his disciples, we don't have him giving a theological argument about why he's the one. It doesn't record him dismissing their challenge of faith or just ignoring their requests. He says, go to Jesus, talk to him. This is what a prophet does. So when they go to Jesus, what do they see? In that very hour, Luke's Gospel tells us, Jesus cured many of their diseases, sufferings, and evil spirits. He also granted sight to many who were blind. Those disciples of John go back to John in prison with joy, and they tell him what they saw. We saw the blind receive their sight. Lame people were walking. Lepers were cleansed, the deaf heard, the dead were raised up, the poor of good news preached to them. They're overwhelmed by joy at what Christ is doing. They're overwhelmed by the works of Jesus. 
A great definition of joy, a little acronym, is this. Jesus overwhelms you. J-O-Y. Jesus overwhelms you. What's joy stand for? Jesus overwhelms you. What's joy stand for? Jesus overwhelms you. Jesus overwhelms you. During this Advent, we want to prepare for the joy of Christmas, where Jesus overwhelms us. He overwhelms you in your life by, by doing what, what you and I are helpless to do on our own. By doing things that are incredible, like opening our eyes to see God among us, opening our ears to his word, when we're spiritually dead, reviving us. And that overwhelm, overwhelmingness, it might be something incredible, like I just feel so happy right now in the Lord, but it doesn't have to be that. It, it can be very, very still and quiet, like the deep conviction that God is with me. That's also Jesus overwhelming you with his joy. To have this joy, to, to encounter the Lord again and again, where, where he overwhelms us by his power, love, and grace, we need prophets. We sometimes think of prophets as people who have cryptic and strange messages about the future. The prophets are also those people who simply point others to Jesus and say with their words and their lives, like John, go to Jesus. That's what John was always doing. That's what you and I are called to do as prophets, to say to others, go to Jesus. And to tell them, what we've seen Jesus doing in our lives that's given us joy. One of our parishioners last year was telling me this story, and I want to share it with you just to conclude. He was talking about the faith community that he grew up in. And he said that one of the things they would do at practically every program and event and gathering is someone would give a testimony. Someone would get up and talk about how they encountered Jesus Christ in their life. Whether it was last week or last year or 20 years ago, they would talk about how they've encountered Jesus and what they've seen him doing in their lives. So then this man, our parishioner, he said something so simple and so powerful. He was remembering this and he said, you know, when I was a teenager, I heard dozens of these testimonies, hundreds of these testimonies, over and over again from people who sat right around me in, in the pews. And he had this moment where it finally clicked and he thought, wow, if Jesus Christ could meet all these people in all these different ways in their lives, maybe he could do the same thing for me. Maybe that's possible for me. All those people who had given those testimonies and who sat in those pews and who stood up, they were prophets. They were helping this man to go to Jesus time and time again. And sure, it, sometimes it takes like hundreds of times for us to be like, okay, like, this is possible for me too. God be praised. But these people weren't wearing camel hair and eating locusts. As far as I know, these people weren't in prison for their faith. 
They were just ordinary people like you and me who were helping other people to go to Jesus. To receive his joy, to, to be overwhelmed by him. Because joy is Jesus overwhelming you. Jesus overwhelms you. This man himself went to Jesus and his life began to change powerfully because of the words of these prophets. Today, we're at the halfway point of Advent. We've got two more full weeks left until Christmas. We want to prepare ourselves to have this joy of Jesus overwhelming us. Brothers and sisters, let's listen to those prophets that God has put around us, next to us, near us, who share about how they've encountered Christ and how they invite us to go and to spend time with Jesus. And secondly, let's also become those prophets. Let's become those people who in very simple, ordinary ways can share a story about how we've encountered Christ and what he's done in our lives, how we've been overwhelmed by him. Jesus overwhelms you. That's the joy. To share a simple story about how you've encountered Christ, whether it's yesterday or last week or last year or 20 years ago. And you know, maybe it takes a person like a hundred times to hear some of those stories to finally be like, maybe that'll happen to me. You know, I think, I think Christ wants to meet me as well. Like whatever it takes, God be praised. But we have to keep on being prophetic. We have to keep on being like John the Baptist. And pointing others to Jesus and saying, go to Jesus. So let's listen to those prophets. Let's become those prophets. And in that way, we'll have the joy of the Christmas season. Jesus overwhelming you.